My name is Henry, a.k.a. Hendall. And it's your girl, Kay Shanae. And without further ado, this is Culture Connect. Culture Connect. This podcast is presented by EJ Media Studio. Just getting back to what you said about his kids coming together. I know that. That gave me chills. You just talking about it. Like, literally, I'm just... How I just... I don't even know if you have the words to express how you felt just seeing everything that he told you. You told us in the beginning, these are the things that he listed that he wanted to see it happen. Yeah, it it was it was heartwarming at the same time. It was uh, it pulled on all emotions. Yeah. You know, uh, and then this was happening at the same time. So he's in the hospital bed fighting for his life. At the same time that a lot of these things are occurring, and some of the kids, because of age, wasn't able to go up and see him. Some were, you know. And again, like I said, shouts out to Desiree because she did what she could to console the families and keep the family element together. She invited everybody to their home, uh, you know, and put aside whatever differences there may have been. Uh, and just, I mean, they just, man, they were there for each other, you know, seeing these mothers hug and, you know, because these children were conceived in different ways and, yeah. and on top of the uh, yeah. stuff I shouldn't even go into, but you understand what I mean. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure there's a lot of feelings and different things like that, but they put aside their differences, all of them, and, you know, uh, focused on the children and their well-being, and that was just awesome to see. That yeah. was awesome to see. It really was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. And, you know, with you explaining, you know, just being around the family and, and seeing the children, you know, uh, consoling each other and, you know, just basically everyone being supportive of X, um, what would you say um, as far as the, the, the older children? Um, did they... Um, console the younger siblings Mm -hmm. and things like that they did they did um yes they did manny uh xavier sasha um you know all of them um they uh beans uh they're some of the older ones and so yeah they would just console each other junior which i think y'all been seeing some stuff on her lately doing raps of her dad right he's the sweetest person i got a picture of my phone she drew me a pie (laughs) <laughs> but she's sweet as she could be man uh, and a lot of them got his spirit you know so they're aggressive at the same time you know what I mean and uh, but yeah man they just consoled each other man and, and played well and just got along man and, and just you know loved on each other so yeah yeah, the older ones did do that they did that a lot shouts out to Xavier too you know he's the oldest so you know, he played a great role in that as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, fast forward a little bit. So, after we learned that DMX had passed away, mm-hmm. everybody is brokenhearted. Yes. Um, one of the most, I think, that has been one of the most shocking deaths since we lost Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, just, it just... Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Nipsey, man. Yeah, we still don't know exactly how to feel, but uh, what was the experience like? So, the funeral. Mm -hmm. 
I saw different clips with you being there. Um, what was that experience like? Just seeing the love that was given on stage from Swiss Beats, the whole Rough Riders crew, Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing all the love and them give you know their stories and things that they were able to witness with DMX. What was that like for you as well? So um, I, I don't know if the public understood what was going on, but it was three different dates. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that came over, but the Saturday one was the funeral at the something center. I forget the name of it. Um, And then the actual funeral was at the church that Sunday. Okay. And then that Monday was the actual, the the funeral, uh, Saturday funeral was for the fans. Mm -hmm. The Sunday funeral was for the family. You have to be on the list. I have to get in all of it, actually. Uh, And then the Monday Graveside was for the family, immediate family as well. So the experience for me, it was great to see, um, you know, what Swiss Beat said, and you know, a lot of people expressed themselves and their love for him. These are people that's been knowing him way longer than I have, so it gave me an opportunity to look a little bit further, you know, into his life parts of his life that I didn't even know yeah. you know of seeing them and, and hearing them pour out their hearts um, but uh, experience was, was phenomenal it was, it was great to see them honor his legacy in that way and and that love and, and I'm just going to repeat Swiss Yeah, I just wish I'd have saw that imagine if he had uh, 10,000 big profits yeah and you have to ask yourself that question. Would he have lived longer? Would he have gotten to him? Would he, yeah. You know, if everybody would have came together. And yeah. You, you just have to. Maybe, you know, it just wasn't in the cards or whatever, but you have to ask that question. Of course. You know, if we all would have came together on this somehow, you know, would we been able to, you know, get him to more rehabs and he right. stayed longer and we walk him through. But Earl's a handful. I want to continue to remind you that. I want to continue to remind you of that. Um, but saying that, I don't want to leave that presence that that's what happened to him because I'm mentioning where I have to do this in these interviews because yeah. people straight want to go to, you know, why he died and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and say this on that topic. Earl was diagnosed, and hear me clearly, people, all right? He was diagnosed with a weak heart. He had asthma. Bronchitis. Uh, he had pills that he took, you know, that make you not want the urge. Uh, and he was diagnosed with coronavirus. Wow. You take your pick of why he might have had a heart attack. Wow. You know, we can't just say, it was drugs. You can't just say that. Right. I mean, with all these other things going And I don't know which one it was, but I can say that he had all of these issues. Yeah. You know. So we don't want to damper somebody's legacy by just going to the norm. But that's how the media does. They want to go to the thing, you know, that people are going to be in the world and talk about the most. Right. Right. And in one of his recent and last interviews, uh, what I noticed about X is that it seemed that he was at peace. Um, And I'm speaking of the TV One interview that he did. It seemed that he was at peace um, as far as explaining things to the public that he never, you know, was really vocal about because, mm-hmm. of course, X was very vocal. Right. Um, you know, he, he put everything out 
it wasn't any mysteries of who is DMX. Right. You know, you knew who X was. So right. Right. Uh, within that time, um, did you notice, you know, Earl DMX being at peace with himself? You know what? It's weird that you say that because there was just this this unnormal piece about him. Uh, even as I'm thinking about those last days, uh, he was really at peace with himself. I, I remember seeing him, you know, play with his son and his fiance, and the time we had together. He was that whole time. Just even leading up to that. Uh, he was just at peace with life itself. I mean, again, the drink chapter. I mean, he was saying it then. He was saying, I'm at peace with whatever happens. You know, and, um, uh, and even the look on his face to see, you know, because I got to see his body, you know. Uh, I was one of the ones at the hospital that went up to see him they did whatever it is that they do and he was he was really at peace he was you could see peace on his face uh, before and after and um, he was good with himself he was you know and it put me in a space and I think other people just they also mentioned seeing that peace as well and so it made easier being able to speak, you know, into his legacy or on his behalf, if you want to say that, mm-hmm. when I did the prayer at the beginning of the funeral on BT, and then, um, and I also did the graveside. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one that did the me, Pastor King, and um, Lorna. We put him in the ground, so it made it, it. It was helpful in knowing that he was at peace for me to transition and get back to what he would have wanted to see happen, yeah. which is what you guys saw on the graveside where I was able to talk to the people now. Mm-hmm. And I was beginning to uh, let them know, listen, he's made it to where we're trying to get to. Right. You know, he's good now. Yes. Now, all of us being around here and, and we're crying and we're grieving, but if you really love him, and I think I said this, if you really love him and you want to see him again, make sure you're done the, you've done the things that he did to make sure he, you're saved and giving your life because if this was his, him here speaking right now, he would want to make sure that you were going to make him. Exactly. That would have been, and so that drew me to go there with an altar call at the actual graveside, you know, funeral. And, um, and a lot of people gave their life to the Lord, and I think he was proud of that. Wow, that is so powerful. Very, very powerful. Oh my God. Definitely. Definitely. I I can't imagine. So, my heart goes out to you. I know that that was very, very difficult for you guys and that in the family. So, my heart goes out to you and the rest of DMX's family. Mm -hmm. Um, DMX was an amazing person. Um, I did, I definitely wanted to touch on the fact that you kind of talked about. different people and the things that they had to say about his legacy. I felt like he 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 sounded like he was in, at peace in the latest album um, Exodus. Like yes. what was you, what were your thoughts about that album and also can you tell us where you believe DMX's mindset was when he created this masterpiece? That would probably be a better question for Craig, but I'll do my best on Jungle <laughs> because shouts out to Craig and Jungle uh I ain't gonna say 
Uh, I'm gonna say that, but I was gonna say something else. Well, Jungle, you if you watching this, you know you know who go. Jungle's the guy that was on stage, y'all saw. Yeah. that's my dude. Though. He he loved X, man. He absolutely loved X, and he just didn't get his opportunity because we ran out. You know, we was filming BT. Yeah. He didn't get his time, and I remember being at the house, him practicing like. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we were at the house before that morning, going to the to the funeral, and he was like, already because Jungle's a kind of a shy guy. He don't usually, you yeah. know, and so he just went through all this building up his morale and say, talking. <laughs> what right. do you mean, y'all don't give me a chance to say this? You know, so he got up there and said everything that he didn't plan to say. Yeah, it wasn't even in the script, but y'all saw later. I don't know if y'all saw that where he apologized and he read off what he meant. Yeah. To say. Mm-hmm. But anyway. They would be better to answer music questions because he and Craig, uh, during the pandemic, they, as he said, they loaded, got her up, pulled it because they knew New York was about to shut down. Yeah. And they didn't want to be locked in. So they grabbed her up, rented a Winnebago or whatever you want to call it. They hit the road, went to Tennessee and started uh, doing the album then. And then they left there and went to L.A. and did more songs and stuff like that which I was in contact with Earl through all of this. Yeah. In fact, he kept trying to get me to come to Tennessee. But I was a little shaky, like, no, I'm, I'm done with this diabetes thing. I don't think yeah. I'm Corona kind of So, but, um, um, but I love the album. So I did get a chance uh, a couple months, what, October, November, somewhere in there. My wife and I, we went up to Atlanta and met him there. And then he kidnapped me, and we went to I went to um, South Carolina to deal with Little Exodus, my nephew, which is the album is written by or with the title is Exodus, and um, Exodus deals with certain issues. You know, we had to go have surgery for him, mm-hmm. and so um, during that time, we spent a lot of away from the music scene, away from the public scene time. And so me, him, Craig, Jungle, we would ride out to the mall, places like that. So at the time, I got to hear the album really several times that y'all have heard. Yes. Was, you know, uh, I uh, was blessed to hear it. And so that's one thing that I carry inside, being able to really listen to this album with him. Yes. You know, um, and I often think about that, just seeing him rock out and giving me talking to me yeah this song this was, well, I think this one's going to be the single one this, you know, yes. just, just hearing them go through all of that you know it's one of the things that just keeps playing back in my head so I loved it uh, I think uh, me and my man we was talking on the way over here uh, I love the whole album but a couple of my favorite songs is uh, Walking in the Rain and the, uh, yes. the Skyscraper joint Yes, uh, those are two that, that really really hits home with me but of course it's a masterpiece all the way. It's all a classic album all the way through. No skips. Yeah. Look for all some more, through. though. I'm leaking. I'm leaking. Listen. That. Look for some How more. How much can you tell us about that? I can't go no further than that. <laughs> Craig probably gonna call me after this. Like, probably. But, but, but I'm excited because he did leave us some work, you know. Yeah. And um, we can look for more from him in various different ways where we'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, finish our grieving process properly. Right. You know. Right. They won't have to let go so, you know, right. fast. You know, we'll, we'll be able to kind of walk it through. And now, 
some of the things that are coming, we'll be able to indulge in different parts of his life, especially as fans and people that love him, that we weren't able to at first. So a lot of things are coming out now. I'll say that. Looking forward to it. I'm yeah, excited yeah, to hear yeah, it. It's exciting. As a fan, I'm it's really, exciting. very excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because this is what he would want it. It's what he would have wanted, and um, his legacy definitely continues. Absolutely. And shouts out to all the media that respected the family yeah. during this time uh, and the articles that was done. Lisa Evers, Fox 5, New York, definitely want to give her a big shout. She she handled everything with a lot of character and integrity, and that's always good to see. Uh, and I thank you guys that are watching for what you're going to do in the future as well. Certainly. Old man shutting it down? Oh, uh, we got, we got, we're coming to a close, so. Oh, right, okay. Close. Yeah. Oh, we got to restart. And, Prophet, uh, one thing that we would like to know, uh, what advice um, can you provide for those who are in a struggle, who are trying to fight battles um, that some feel that they cannot overcome? What would be your message to, to, to those people? Say that one more time and let that sink. Uh, what would be your advice or your message that you can give to those who are within the struggle, trying to fight battles, you know, feeling like they can't overcome things, um, feeling like, you know, there's not a, a, a way to, to win or to get out of their situation? What would be a positive message that you could provide for those individuals? I'm going to sound like your grandma, <laughs> but I found it to be true. Lean on God in a real way. Not in a, got to go to church, and I'm not knocking that, because I am part of the church. Trust me, when I speak about this, please hear my heart. Know God for yourself. Have an intimate relationship with God for you. Imagine this. Just, just think of it like this. Read your Bible. Absolutely. But think of it like this. If you had no Bible, but you knew God was real. What would you do? Hmm. Amen. You would stay in the face of God. Uh, and he's a father. I mean, he wants that. He wants us to run to him. Yes. He said he's a strong tower for us to run in. Be saved. He loves us in that way. He wants us, you know, in his care. He said, cast your burdens on. I mean, man, if you could do that, he said, if your earthly father gives you good gifts, huh. unless you think he going to do it. This is the father of your father. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in a real way, you know, sometimes we God, 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 you know, and it's just that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no realness about right. that. You know, it is what it is. I'm going to go and do this girl or do this guy. You know, but see God for who he really is. Right. And, and that's what, and that's an ongoing lesson. I get it. I know the struggles are hard, brothers. Trust me. I was one of the biggest sinners you can see. You know, I was one of the biggest drug dealers in this city. Hmm. I've done things I can't even talk about. I get it. Trust me. I've been in situations where I need things and, you know, uh, felt like I had to go risk my life to get them. Or I couldn't pay this bill. Or this person, my kids are dependent on me, so I got to do this. And, that. and and I've did some of these things. But I had to come to the realization that I was being pimped. All right? <laughs> and... If you're from the streets, the last thing you want to realize is that you're getting played while you're playing. 
That's real. That's real. That's so So I realize the enemy, there's an enemy that don't want to see me make it, Mm -hmm. but there's a God that wants the best for me. Definitely. And so I put myself in the hands of that God, which means I'm going to have to die to myself. Mm -hmm. Dying means literally dying. Meaning, literally, like, you're going to do without some Jordans or do without, you know, these different things that you're used to. You might not be able to put $2 in your tank and struggle your way to work until you get to a point where God says, okay, now that you're out of the way, I'm going to step in. That's the hard part. Right. Dying to yourself and then allowing God to come in. I live the best life I ever lived. And as I told you, you know my reputation. I'm a bomber. Charles Bomber. Look it up. Yeah. So I'm used to money and things. Own furniture stores, beds for less, making. I probably did not say that for tax purposes, but, <laughs> but a lot of money. But I had to take down and doubt in myself if I really wanted to serve God. And I had to make some decisions that, listen, if I'm going to be real in the streets yeah. and get a devil my all, I'm sure ain't going to play on God's side. I'm going to give him my all because all the promises that God promised, I want them. Right. I need them. So God... If you real, I'm going to do what you say and do. You do what you say. You do what you're telling me you're going to do. And we good. And God will do that. I'm witness. I'm standing here before you, sitting before you, these people before you. God is a good God. Amen. Not just literally, but for real. Amen. Yes. All the time. All the time. All the time. Really is. Try. Try God. He said, come taste and see. <laughs> I try every day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, once you go ahead and try everything, <laughs> keep falling on your face, all right, like you've been doing. And then when you're ready to give it up and give it to God, He's gonna see you through. And then you know, we want to tap in to some people of leadership, pastors, and, and not just pastors. Should pastors won't get mad at that, they understand they're not God, they're just used to God as well. But you want to find a pastoral uh, person or pastor that can help you in your walk, lead you to the scripture, words, and things like that that can encourage you in your situation. But don't just depend on pastor. Yeah. Get it for yourself, too. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love it. That's Thank real. Thank you for saying so that. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. And closing, how can the culture connect with you? Um, if you could give us some of your social media platforms or where they can find you. I like to say just Google me. I'm, I'm on... You know, just Google Big Profit. That's P R O P H E T. A lot of people spell it F I T. I'm working on that though. <laughs> but, but you know, Big Profit, like Prophet of God. You can just Google me. Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram, the Real Big Profit, Facebook. Uh, yeah, hey, um, Facebook. Call me personally. It leads straight to my phone. But I say this to everybody. Listen, if you call me and my phone off. To keep the number. <laughs> Y'all know how the show goes. So, hey, hey, I'm just being real. You know, you get that down, I'm trying to make my way to T-Mobile or whatever, you know, but, but it's going to be back home in a minute. But I'm real like that. I'm not untouchable. You know, you can touch me. I'm real about what I do. I love God. Yes, I'm known as a celebrity advisor. But you are a star. You are a celebrity to me, to God. Stars are the ones. Stars hang close around the sun. Hmm. Not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. So if you're hanging around the sun of God, then you're a star. So give me a call and, uh, you know, pray for you. You pray for me. It ain't one-sided. I need prayers, too. So we can help each other. 
my brother's keeper. Amen. Amen. Any yes. final last words for you, brother? And Prophet, we want to thank you for thank you. Um, speaking with us um, and the culture about DMX, uh, going very in-depth in about, you know, your time spent with him in his last days. Um, Kaysha and I send our love and our condolences out Absolutely. to X's family, all the fans, um, to you as well um, for, you know, just being very vocal to speak about, you know, your time shared with X. Uh, it takes a, you know, to take strength to you know be able to do different interviews to speak on you know your time spent with them. So, yeah. uh, Kaysha and I, we we gladly appreciate you. Thank you, man. You keep saying Kaysha, that's my wife, man. I'm like, how my wife getting this? Kiki Shanae, you know, Kiki Well, but I, I do, um, I, I really do uh, appreciate you guys having me. Uh, I like doing interviews like this, of course, uh, being who I am and having a relationship with Earl, of course, all media has reached out, you know, but certain interviews I'm just not willing to take because I'm all about focusing on his legacy, and his legacy was all about God, and if I can't speak about that, then I don't feel like there's any need of me speaking at all, so I thank you guys for, you know, this opportunity, this platform, I pray that the culture uh, show goes far, and, you know, continue to be blessed, uh, and you guys just continue to do what y'all are doing as well. And thank y'all for having me. And any other uh, podcasts out there that would like to do an interview, I would definitely love to do it with them and speak about his legacy. Uh, because without you guys, I can't. I don't have a platform to speak uh, as well. And uh, man, I'm just I'm thankful because me having this opportunity to talk about it helps me to grieve. To be honest, you know, it helps me to come into this place and talk about be reminded of the things you know that he would talk about and you know I'll be the first one to admit you know sometimes not saying that this is what I've done but sometimes when you're around people all the time you can start kind of getting used to them taking advantage of maybe that's a strong word GD again you can help me whenever you're ready <laughs> but you know you just get used to people and you don't take their words for really what they're what they're meaning you know what yeah. I'm saying as strong as they mean so for me to talk about this and recollect things that he talk about now his words of course means way more they're, they're ring to me a lot more than even when he was here in person so this gives me an opportunity to be convicted in that way mm -hmm. and you know and to be able to share his life uh, with the world as well with myself as well again you know and to, because he was a man of wisdom knowledge and he had a lot of understanding of things. Uh, and sometimes when you write on the people, you can miss that. Mm -hmm. You know, so it gives me a time, a chance to stand back and really get some of that for myself, too. So we're all growing and, and loving them together. Definitely. Amen. Okay. Amen. Again, Big Prophet, appreciate you Thank for you. stepping here into Thank the you. culture, Thank taking you. time out today to talk to us about the legendary legend DMX, DMX. Um, this nice. has been one of the I'm most welcome. enlightening conversations ever yeah. and culture as always we appreciate you guys for listening make sure you connect with Big Profit on all social media platforms um, and if you haven't already make sure you listen to X's latest album yes. looks like we got yes. some more yes. awesome material coming I'm soon <laughs> We're just going to say so. <laughs> um, but X, we love you. We miss you. We appreciate you for the time that you were here with us. Yes. May you continue to rest in peace and power. X forever. X forever. Love. This is Culture, Culture Connect. Connect. Culture Connect. Culture Connect. Culture Connect.